Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 194. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation. Let's thank our sponsors for allowing us to keep Entrepreneur on Fire daily and for free. Squarespace is the drag and drop site platform that lets you create a website that looks professional. Head over to squarespace.com slash fire to start a free trial and use the offer code fire for a 10% discount. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. Ting is better than your phone company and they actually care about what they do. Ting equals no contract and no BS. Go to fire.ting.com for a $25 service credit. That's fire.ting.com. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Dan Martell. Dan, are you prepared to ignite? 100%. All right, Dan. Dan is a Canadian entrepreneur living in San Francisco. He is the CEO and founder of Clarity. Previously, he co-founded Flowtown, Spheric Technologies, and is a mentor at 500 Startup and Grow Labs. Given Fire Nation a little overview, Dan, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about yourself. We want to get to know you personally, and then tell us about your business. Yeah. Um, thanks for the opportunity, John. Um, my pleasure. So I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, pretty much since I was 18. Actually, when I was younger, I used to uh, build tree forts and uh, rent them out. That's brilliant. Yeah. So always, I guess, that kind of guy. And um, when I was 18, I started a company that was a vacation rental site that failed. Then I did a hosting company that failed. I learned a big lesson there, which is don't start a web hosting company um, <laughs> if you want any kind of life whatsoever. But, you know, I kind of figured things out when I was 24 and then had success, built and sold a company called Sphere Technologies, um, then decided to move to the Valley from Canada and see if any of my crazy ideas, you know, would hold water with some of the smartest entrepreneurs in the world. Um, that turned out to be Flowtown. Two years later, we got acquired, you know, raised venture capital. And now I'm working on Clarity, which is this crazy idea that uh, I believe entrepreneurs should get advice from other entrepreneurs around the world over the phone and um, and even through just Q&A. So Clarity is the easiest way to find, schedule, and pay for expert advice to grow your business. Wow. Well, I definitely hope and know that we will get to delve more into some of those great ventures you've had, especially that hosting company. That just sounds like that was quite the crap show. But before we do, we always start every show off here at Entrepreneur on Fire with a success quote, Dan, it gets that motivational ball rolling. It gets Fire Nation pumped up for this great content that you're going to be sharing with us. So take it away. Yeah, I mean, my quote would come from Zig Ziglar, you know, the master, uh, you know, rest in peace. He recently passed away. Um, but his, his saying was, you'll get anything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. And that's just been kind of a motto and a belief that, you know, I use on a daily basis, you know, trying to help other people without expecting anything in return. And, Somehow it just seems to work. Well, Dan, this is about you as an entrepreneur. You're our spotlighted guest. So share with us how you do apply this mantra, this mentality to your life. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been fortunate enough to spend a lot of time speaking. You know, I'm a guest lecturer at um, Steve Blank's class at Berkeley and Stanford University and, um, you know, just all over the world, really. And, And I get emails from people that, you know, need help in 
the number one thing I know I can do is introduce them to people that are either local to them or that have been through those experiences. So, I mean, I spend an hour each day kind of thinking of, of new people I've met or looking through my emails from those asking for help and trying to make introductions to, uh, to move their business forward. I love that, Dan. And it's just a great lesson for entrepreneurs to realize the power of relationships and that every relationship you make along the way can really grow into something powerful. And let's use this to transition now into our next topic, failure. You've already mentioned a couple of failures you've had throughout your journey, but I really want to analyze one on the ground level. So take us back to a time, Dan, in your journey when you just failed utterly and completely, and then share with us how you overcame that failure. I mean, well, the web hosting one's an interesting one. I was, I was about 19. You know, I think anybody that's built websites for other people. So I'm a developer by, by self-taught kind of programmer. So anybody that's built a website always thinks about hosting, you know, the monthly subscription kind of idea is always attractive. So I thought, why not? And I, I borrowed 10 grand from my brother and I put in, you know, I got a line of credit um, and, and we started and I bought all the hardware and software and um, we actually got a bank as a client eventually, which was crazy because, you know, they obviously needed their servers up 24 seven. And, you know, it didn't, it took about a year to realize that there was absolutely no money to be made. We had no differentiation between, you know, the other companies that were at a much larger scale than we were. And, um, you know, the business wasn't really the web hosting. It was in the other stuff we used to do, which was custom development. So unfortunately we ended up migrating all of our customers off those servers um, essentially selling everything we had bought at a loss. And uh, I told my brother someday I would make it up to him. And it took me about six years, but I did. So how does a company like a Bluehost, like a HostGator, why are they successful? How can they make money? Yeah, I mean, well, they, that's all they do. And they do it, um, they figured out kind of how to do it at scale where everything is, you know, software, it's online, it's self-service. Um, there is support, but you kind of have to pay for that. You know, when we were starting this in 2000, you know, we were doing everything manually, right? We were trying to close banks as customers and, you know, doing sales calls and, you know, managing the servers and the operation. And I had no experience whatsoever in it. So, you know, companies like you mentioned Bluehost and oneinone.com or even GoDaddy, I mean, they've, they've bought infrastructure and software now to automate all the stuff that we were doing manually. So, you know, the lesson I learned there was regardless of what business you're in, try to differentiate by creating something that's value that you can charge more for. And if you're competing strictly on price, then you're already going down the wrong road. So let's just have a little fun here for a second. Let's do the imaginary reset button. Knowing what you know now in 2013, having all the skills and experience you've gathered all over these years, if you could go back to 2000 and take over the mind and the body of Dan Martell at that age, what would you have done instead of a hosting company? Uh, I would have done what I did when I was 24, which was starting a company called Spheric Technologies. I, you know, what I learned was there's more value in building custom solutions and being able to charge a billable rate per hour. And I wouldn't do project rates because it always ends up going over and above and customers are never happy. But, you know, I was, I should have figured out what was my hour worth and find people that were willing to pay me for that hour to build custom solutions so that I could actually make a profit. And that, and that is eventually what we did with uh, Spheric. Just took me a while. 
Tell us a little bit about Spheric Technologies. Talk to us about how you came to have that idea to start that company and walk us through the creation, the actual implementation, and then the exit of that. Yeah, I mean, that was me working as a consultant for a couple of years, saving up all my money and realizing one day that I was getting a bunch of calls from other recruiters that wanted to hire me. And I thought, you know, I think a lot of consultants have this, this epiphany where they're like, wow, if I had 10 people just like me, I could retire. And, uh, and that's what I decided to do. I, I essentially took my savings at the time it was about $70,000 and hired three guys that used to work with me at my very, very and only company that I ever worked at, corporate job. And uh, day one went and found customers and uh, started doing that. Um, you know, the crazy part is we almost went bankrupt about eight weeks later because I, I didn't understand a thing called cash flow. Um, which meant that we were doing a bunch of work for customers, making money invoicing, but actually wasn't getting paid fast enough. And I, you know, I almost didn't make payroll, but you know, like most entrepreneurs, my employees never found out about that, but it was, it was a crazy ride. I mean, we grew for, you know, 150% year over year for four years to 30 people. Um, and being 24, when I started it, I had no clue what I was doing. And, and there was probably two or three other near death experiences that luckily we made it through it and had a positive outcome. Talk us through that outcome. What did happen when you decided that it was time to exit that company? You know, I got, honestly, I, you know, I think luck plays a, a way bigger role than most entrepreneurs will give it credit for. But we're talking early 2008, you know, so January, February, we had been working with some big partners and, you know, essentially the space we were operating in, we, we specialized in this, this area around enterprise portals or social, you know, essentially the, the beginning of what, what is now kind of the social enterprise um, space. So we had some really deep um, expertise and we had a partner approach us asking us if there was any interest in kind of joining their team because they're obviously they're a bigger company and they wanted to grow. Um, and that, that one question kind of sparked my interest and I started asking a lot of other people that had built and sold companies kind of what do they thought about it and you know they started giving me kind of the way to think through a potential acquisition and the numbers and you know the multiples on revenue and um and that was that was really it and over a few months i talked to a few other firms that were similar to the one that originally approached us and we ended up doing a deal with the company and um and it worked out because honestly come september october of 2008 uh, the the economy essentially went to to zero Fascinating. And I couldn't agree more when you talk about luck. I mean, that plays such a valuable role. Obviously, there's different components to it. Luck, a lot of times, is when effort meets opportunity. And if you're not putting forth that effort, that opportunity for luck is not going to pop out there. So luck is a huge factor. I do love talking about that. And let's use that to move into our next topic, Dan. And that's the aha moment, the other end of the spectrum. You've shared with us a failure, challenges, struggles that you've gone through. You've also shared with us some successes. Now take us to another point in your journey when you just had this light bulb go off and you said, wow, this is going to resonate with my authentic self, with my target market, with who I want to be speaking to. And then share with us how you turned that moment into success. Yeah, well, I mean, that one's got to be clarity what I'm working on now. I think I think over the years, I kind of started off building companies because of opportunities in the market. You know, so that was Spheric and the hosting and the ho and the, and the cottage rental site in the beginning. And then when I started Flowtown, I, I got a, a bit of um, 
a bite into starting a, a company that solves my own problem. So at the time, my brother was a home builder and he was trying to do social media marketing and there was no tool. So, you know, I started Flowtown um, to solve the problem that I helped him with. So it was kind of my problem, but not really. But when I was, what happened is after Flowtown got acquired in 2011, um, I was working on site uh, at the acquire and I, I, you know, the announcement went out and all of a sudden my inbox started getting flooded with financial planners, uh, which always happens if you ever get your company acquired, they, they want to help you manage your money. Um, <laughs> it's just annoying as hell. But you know, in, in those emails, I was getting other entrepreneurs that had read about my story and my background and, and wanted to pick my brain or have coffee or whatnot. And you know, um, I wanted to figure out a way to kind of connect with them. And I, you know, maybe it's a Canadian in me, uh, but I, I didn't want to just archive the email and not respond. So I thought, I can't read these long, crazy emails they're sending me, um, but I would love to get on a phone call, but I don't want to give my cell phone out. So I built this, this product, this prototype that essentially allowed them to add themselves to a call queue. Um, and I would just hit a button on my side and would cycle through all their phone numbers, call them and call me and tell me why they wanted to talk. And we talked for 10 minutes as soon as they'd hang up and call the next person. So that was the beginning of clarity. I didn't think it would become a multi-million dollar you know, venture back startup, it was, you know, in the last 12 months, it was really just me solving my own problem. And then the aha moment was walking around with my previous co-founder talking about the idea. And, you know, I, I was sharing with them that my only, uh, you know, filter for whatever I do next uh, had to be that, that there had to be potential within the next decade that it could possibly affect a billion people. And when we started looking at all the different ideas that I had, you know, including Clarity, that one was the one where I realized that communication platforms are really the few types of companies that have that kind of reach and impact. And Clarity, with a few twists to how it worked, could actually impact that many people, especially if you're helping support entrepreneurship, you know, and they create employment and, and create opportunity and make the world a better place. Um, and it was that that just that conversation, that moment where I said, that's exactly what I got to do. There's an opportunity right now. And I walked away from my earnout and started it almost the next day. Well, I find that fascinating. I just love that medium of communication. Obviously, I do it seven days a week with entrepreneurs like yourself. And I look to share that as a free medium to the world. And because of this medium with iTunes and with Stitcher Radio taking such strong positions with their platforms, Entrepreneur on Fire is now reaching over 150,000 unique downloaders every single month in over 140 countries. So it's just so great to see where you're taking clarity, where podcasts are going and the future that they have. I definitely want to talk more about clarity when we get to really what's exciting you right now. But before we get there, I really want to just go back and talk about Flowtown for a second because I know absolutely nothing about it. I would love the build up to that and how you had your aha moment for Flowtown, what that was, and then your exit there. So, I mean, there's there's a middle ground that I would, I, you know, I feel sometimes when I do these interviews at Success Theater and, and we don't get a chance to really talk about the crap that happens. But so, um, Flowtown really came from, like I said, my, my brother had a small business uh, selling houses and he wanted to sell direct to his market and he obviously wanted to use social media and and it was, you know, helping him build his strategy on Twitter and Facebook and, and email and blogging that, you know, I realized there was an opportunity where there was no tool to do this. And this, again, this was back in 2008. Um, and then when I moved to San Francisco in 2009, I decided to start a company to help, you know, small business owners solve that problem. So 
We actually built a social marketing product. Um, we ended up raising venture capital from guys like Mitch Kapor, who invented Lotus Notes and pioneered the internet, and Dave McClure and a bunch of other amazing angel investors, and uh, grew that to about 50,000 small business customers. And But then one day we woke up and essentially got an email from um, some lawyers that said the way we were kind of building the product and some of the data stuff we were using was no longer available, and we had two months to shut it off. So. Um, so we, so you got to remember, rate, you know, got to profitability, raised venture capital, grew the business up to fifty thousand small businesses a month, paying a subscription, and then getting shut down, essentially starting from scratch again. So Dan, why specifically was it shut down? So it was Facebook. Essentially, Facebook got attacked by, um, in the news. I don't know if you remember, you know, in 2010, um, Wall Street Journal did this big exposition around privacy and how there was bad actors leveraging the Facebook platform to cookie you and then sell your data to advertisers. Right. We weren't one of those bad actors, but what happened is Facebook had to respond and they changed the terms of service. And that made the way that we essentially leverage, as a business, you were able to grab all the data on your fan page. Um, we, you could still do that, but you weren't allowed to then provide it to a third party, which was us. And we were obviously using that information to do marketing campaigns. So Facebook said we had to stop doing that just because of these other bad actors. We got kind of mixed into it and our product essentially could no longer work. Wow. So Dan, when I was doing a little research for this interview, I was getting your Google image to put on the blog post and I saw a picture of you with your arms up in the air and two words were written on those arms. Start now. Those are two words that I love so much and I always talk to Fire Nation about because they're such powerful words. Can you talk about that and why you had that picture taken? I was at this conference called Big Omaha, which is amazing. Uh, Everybody needs to go. It's probably one of the best conferences of the year. Um, And they had this kind of art installation thing they were doing with the photographer and they said, you know, like take take this marker and write something meaningful on your body and, and, you know, put a position, you know, like just take a pose and you know, the, the message that I, I believe in, and like you just said, like, I just would love, you know, everybody that's listening to this thinking that someday they want to start a company, like, don't wait to someday, like start now. Like, I can't tell you, like, you'll never be prepared and it is never as hard as you think it'll be. Um, sometimes it's, well, I shouldn't say that it's always harder than you think it'll be, but you'll be surprised in how much you're capable of getting through as an, as an individual. And, you know, that's to me has been my motto to every young entrepreneur is, you know, don't wait because, you know, tomorrow's not guaranteed. I, I've seen that happen so many times in 2008 when the economy crashed to when Flowtown gets shut down to if I would have waited to start Clarity, I, I know I wouldn't have gotten the head start that we've gotten so far. Um, you know, I'm, I just believe that that's, you know, that's the thing you need to focus on. Well said, Dan. Have you had an I've made it moment? I get those in little ways every once in a while. I mean, honestly, the, the sweetest one. So obviously, financially, when I was 27, I became a millionaire. So that was cool. And I, I mean, I didn't even really like, it wasn't a goal of mine, but I was just driving on the highway and my accountant called me up and he kind of laughed. And, you know, it was before I even sold Spheric. It was just, you know, we were doing, you know, revenue and we had great margins. And he said, by the way, here's your retained earnings. And I was like, wow, that's neat. Um, so that was kind of an I've made it moment, but honestly, the best one was the other day. It was, it was uh, last Sunday. My mom called me out of the blue, and uh, I guess re- uh, that night before I was on the on the local news for this conference I was speaking at, and all, all she said to me was, "I'm really proud of you, Dan." 
Wow, that's a powerful aha moment for so many reasons. I mean, oftentimes comes down to just that pride that we get from making those that we love proud of us. So thank you for sharing that with us, Dan. And let's use that to move into the next part of our business, which is right now, the present time. I want to talk about clarity. I want to talk to you about a couple things within clarity that are really exciting you right now. Cool. I mean, Clarity uh, started about a year ago. So we went live May last year um, and we've already completed 13,000 calls across 50 countries, connecting entrepreneurs with other entrepreneurs to help grow their business forward. So, you know, we get 40,000, you know, visitors every month to the, the site and the product. It's, you know, it works just like a marketplace. So no different than eBay for advice. And uh, people can find schedule and pay for experts like Eric Reese or Mark Cuban, or, um, you know, we have like 40 different New York Times bestselling authors. I mean, we have 10,000 experts. So there's people from every domain and industry and, and most countries at this point. And, you know, our, our mission is to help entrepreneurs, you know, make better, faster decisions. And I know that my life changed when I was 26 um, by getting connected to the right um, three other entrepreneurs that essentially had been successful and, and were willing to spend time with me and answer some questions. So, you know, that's become part of my DNA as an individual today. But when I was 26, it was a foreign idea. Um, and I wanted to make that accessible to any entrepreneur, regardless of where you live. I love that. I love that message. Running Entrepreneur on Fire for me has given me this wonderful opportunity to interview people like Eric Reese, like Seth Godin, Barbara Corcoran, Gary Vaynerchuk, Tim Ferriss, people who I would never have otherwise had the opportunity to talk to and then to share that interview, that story, that journey that they've had with my listeners, with Fire Nation. But obviously, not everybody is going to go through what it takes to start a podcast and grow an audience and reach out to these type of entrepreneurs. So Clarity just provides that instant ability to connect to them. So I definitely have to commend you for what you're doing, Dan. I'm a huge supporter of it on every level. And I would love to know what your vision is for the future. I mean, I try not to talk too much about the future. And, and honestly, the real reason is because I have no clue what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> and people don't want to admit to that, but I, I have no problem. Um, you know, I, I know the problem I want to solve. I want to help entrepreneurs make better, faster decisions by getting connected to people who've been there before. So that leaves a lot of room for interpretation in regards to how the product solves that problem. But, you know, our goal is to, to have a positive impact on a billion people by 2022. Um, you know, we've got a long ways to go, uh, but you know, it's, you know, th what I see is the trends is identity, reputation, and mobile, right? So identity means I know who you are, you, you know, you're a real person as an expert or as a member, uh, reputation means by the actions that you're now doing online, the things you're sharing, you know, the answers, you know, on core, you answer the blog posts, the tweets builds reputation and mobile, you know, this year, I think was the first year where iPad and, and tablet sales surpass laptop sales. So, you know, that's those three things are is the main reason why it's a now idea and why I didn't want to wait one more day to do it. Um, but I just think by by focusing on those three kind of trends in the market, um, clarity is going to have uh, we're absolutely going to reach our goal. And if anything, we do it sooner than later. But, you know, there's something really human about connecting two people to talk over the phone. I think you know, when, we're, when we live in a geographically challenged world and I physically can't fly to the UK to meet with somebody face to face for coffee, um, the phone is the next best thing that provides privacy and context. And 
we think uh, we've got the best product out there to, to enable that. Well, Dan, I have no doubt personally that you are going to meet and exceed those goals. And I'm really looking forward to tracking your progress. Okay, Fire Nation, we're going to quickly thank our sponsors who allow us to bring Entrepreneur on Fire to you seven days a week for free. Ting is a nationwide, no BS mobile service that just makes sense. It's truly and completely contract free with no termination fees and no bundling. They have service levels from extra small to extra, extra large for voice minutes, text messages, and megabytes of data. Fire Nation, stop subjecting yourself to overage charges and nonsense penalties. Ting even offers credits on unused service. Use less than you anticipated using, and Ting will drop you down to the level you actually hit, crediting the difference on your next bill. Ting lets you add unlimited devices to a single plan. Pool minutes, messages, and data with your friends and family at a flat fee of $6 a month per device. Ting has incredible online account maintenance and no-hold customer support. Visit fire.ting.com now to open your account, and you can get $25 off your device or a $25 service credit using that URL. That's fire.ting.com. Squarespace knows that every budding entrepreneur needs a stellar website. Don't be intimidated. You don't need to be a pro at building those things. Squarespace has you covered with their drag-and-drop technology. Let Squarespace help you create the perfect site. Pick one of their gorgeous designs and add your own images, content, and anything you want to sell in an online store. Your site will automatically adapt to fit any device, and you can push everything out to your social media accounts too. Your new Squarespace account will come with award-winning 24-7 support with cloud hosting and real-time analytics. Sign up for a year and get a free domain name too. Support Entrepreneur on Fire by going to squarespace.com slash fire and start a free trial with no credit card required. When you do decide to buy, enter the offer code FIRE and get a 10% discount. That's squarespace.com slash FIRE, offer code FIRE. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. Let's move into my favorite part of the show now. We're about to enter the lightning round, and this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. What is the best business advice you've ever received? From John Asaraf, and he said, ask not if you're worthy of your goals, ask instead, are your goals worthy of your life? Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? I would say I spend most of my time on HipChat, which is an amazing chat software for teams, especially if you're distributed and, and you're trying to build culture. Uh, HipChat.com is a, a great product I use a lot. Wonderful. Well, we will be linking this up along with everything else you've mentioned in the show notes, entrepreneuronfire.com slash Dan Martell. If you could recommend one book for Fire Nation, Dan, what would it be? Top book that I read, I would say for 2012, is a book by a guy named uh, Dr. Peter, Peter Diamandis. Uh, it's called Abundance. And it's probably one of the most mind-blowing business future innovation books that's going to absolutely affect all of us and kind of the growing population. And it just shows how much opportunity there is in business. So Abundance by uh, Peter Diamandis. Wonderful. So Dan, this next question is my favorite. It's kind of tricky, so take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. 
Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would find a problem that I'm having and solve it and then build a company around it. And then I would start by talking to as many people as possible that I think have that problem, take notes and, you know, kind of figure out where the opportunity lies in that. And then I would try to find some customers and sell them the solution without having built anything to, to actually validate if, if it actually is a problem that they have. And I would probably take the $500 and donate it to a charity because I don't need money to start a company. Love that, Dan. That was some incredibly actionable advice. And you've given us actionable advice this entire interview, and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share with us how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, I mean, the the best advice I would say is, find you know, regardless of what you're trying to accomplish in life, you know, find somebody that's been there, uh, you know, and it doesn't mean you have to talk to Gary Vaynerchuk or Seth Godin. You could just talk to that guy down the street that's built a million dollar retail shop or, you know, take him out for coffee and, and you know, try to understand his story. People love to talk about themselves, obviously. And um, I think that's the best thing you can do to help move your dreams forward. Um, you can find me online at DanMartel.com is my blog, at DanMartel, uh, 2Ls of Martel on Twitter. Um, and then my startup is Clarity.fm. Um, and I'm obviously slash DanMartel on that. And you can get a hold of me. And my email is Dan at Clarity.fm if you want to shoot me an email anytime. Dan, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. My pleasure, John. Thanks for having me. Fire Nation, what great idea do you have brewing inside you? Enough brewing. Take powerful action today. Go grab your domain and get your website up. I've created a simple seven-minute tutorial that will walk you through acquiring your domain for free all the way to your first post. Go to eofirewebsite.com to access this great tutorial, your free domain, and much more. That's eofirewebsite.com. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.